Righteous people understand things that wicked people never will, which is why you will notice most people will tell you, it's all good. I believe everyone is good. We all have an opinion that matters. That comes from wickedness. See, righteousness understands the antithesis of itself. It understands that there are people who just want to see things burn. Of course, if you're African-American, as I am, you already know that's true. Living in the United States, a nation bred out of racism and slavery. We already know that very well, that you don't have to do or have had done anything against a white person. I've been thrown out of churches just because my skin was dark. And if you haven't lived in the South, you don't know that. And if you haven't lived in the 60s, you don't know that. You see, there are people who don't like you just because you have dark skin and of African descent. There are people that will call you all types of names for no reason. You don't have to curse at them. You don't even have to look at them. They'll see you walking and they'll call you the N-word. It is true. Blacks, as I have been pulled over, dressed in a suit with my Bible on my way to Bible study. No reason. It happens. Evil exists in the world. Of course, there are women who walk down the street dressed normally, not seductively. And just because a male perp sees you, he drags you into the bushes or attempts to do so. You didn't wink at him. You didn't switch your hips. You didn't lower your blouse to expose your breasts. No, you didn't even have makeup on your face. Just because he knows you're a female, he wants to harm you. Evil exists for no apparent reason other than evil exists. And many of you who are wicked don't accept that. And the reason you don't accept it is because you want to be wicked. That's why you want to do anything you want to do, believe anything you want to believe, get rid of the laws, the traditions that say a man is a man and a woman is a woman. It's the reason why you go out there experimenting and trying any and everything. You're looking to justify unintellectually so. The fact that you just want to go out there and be wicked, morally immoral, and morally wicked. You love that idea because that's the lowest nature that you lived your life, which is why many of you, before you could even say dada, <laughs> gave away your virginity before you were mature. And the reason why? Because when you got hungry enough, you wanted what you wanted like a baby in a crib. You'll scream, you'll cry until you get that milk bottle. For you, it was a sex bottle or a drug bottle or a cigarette or a high, an adrenaline. You just want what you want. And then you try to justify it. No, the good news is love 
lets you go 100 miles an hour over the cliff to experiment. Love allows you to fall flat on your back. Love lets you go because love is not desperate for you. Love lets you go until you are desperate for it. The unfortunate part of that is how many people will you have ruined and how much of yourself would you have destroyed before and if you ever wake up to recognize that you should be desperate for love and not love desperate for you. That you should long to live the best of your spirit, not the worst of your flesh. Love lifts you up. Lust keeps you down. And it will bury you. Your lust for ice cream and cakes and dainties and fats. Your love for bloody meat. Your love for drink and libations, drugs of all kinds. Your love for adrenaline. Your love to throw a ball, kick a ball, putt a ball, anything you can do with a ball. Your love for the noise of the Coliseum, the stadium, your blood sport, your boxing, your fighting. Your love of self destroys yourself. Your love of God lifts yourself. And so, love lets you go, even to the extent of your own demise, because you are not wise. And love will not force itself to make you wake up and be your best self. You have to come willingly and with humility. But you are arrogant and you are prideful. I wish I could save you from the path that you have to walk, but it's the very path that you have to walk that can save you. The question is, how are you going to react to that path? Because that path may destroy you. Turn around, wake up. Save yourself or die. Your choice. I'm so happy to be able to talk to you tonight about prayer and how to call on the name of the Lord in a spirit of prayer. You know, everybody says the Lord's prayer, but don't know how to pray to the Lord. Just by reciting it is not what the Lord's prayer is about, but it's how to call on the name of the Lord and let him take control. We used to say, have thine own way. Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter and I am the clay. Use me. Yielded and still. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. All you got to do is tell him yes. Oh, my mama used to sing that. Grandmama would say, just say, yes, Lord. You fight with them, you argue with them, you battle with them like Israel would just say, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
is your darkness. Oh, oh. Ah. The You see, when you're broken and contrite, faith and pure, it sets you right. He speaks. Can you hear him? Listen. God will take 
care of 